Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sunday Brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Boy, are we grateful you're joining us on this Sunday, the most consequential election Sunday before midterm Sunday, Tuesday, as we know, Tuesday, November 8th, this coming Tuesday. Yes, it's election day. Oh, if you didn't get your absentee ballot, get it in right away. If you're voting in person, be sure to be out there on November 8th. Exercise your civic duty, no matter who your favorite party is, no matter who your candidate is, no matter what drives you to the poll. Honor our founding fathers and all the generations of veterans and military men and women who gave their lives so that we could be free and still vote. And that's how you express your thanks, by being civically engaged on this coming election, like every election. Go do it. It makes you feel good. You you can't complain about what's going on in the country if you don't put your own skin into the game. All right. Talking of elections, we've got an incredible lineup this Sunday. Some of the brightest and most important minds in all of elections are here today, electoral politics. First up, Mercedes Schlapp. You know her as the former White House advisor to Donald Trump. Before that, George W. Bush. She also is now, they call her the queen of CPAC. She's so deeply involved with her husband, Matt, in all things American Conservative Union and CPAC. By the way, CPAC's got a Japan event coming up in November. That's going to be something we're going to be covering here at Just the News. But uh, Mercedes Schlapp's going to kick us off. She's going to give us her predictions. What races are she watching to predict how the 2022 midterm elections for control of Congress is going to go. Mercedes Schlapp up first, then Dave Bossie, former deputy campaign manager for Donald Trump, one of the still influential advisors inside Trump world, inside MAGA world, and of course, the president of Citizens United. He's going to give us his predictions, what he's looking at, what races will be the bellwethers, what issues we should be watching in election integrity. We'll also talk to him a little bit about censorship. He's really concerned about that. We want to have a good conversation about that. And then Congressman Andy Biggs is here to join us from the great state of Arizona. I know he had a lot of Arizona yesterday, but Congressman Biggs, well, he's larger than life. He's on the front lines of a lot 
lot of the accountability issues that Republicans are going to try to bring to light if they run the House next year. Congressman Andy Biggs here. And then another congressman you haven't heard from probably on this show before, one of the rising stars of the Republican movement, Congressman Brian Stile from the state, great state of Wisconsin, where I was living for eight years, met my beautiful wife, had my son there. He was born in Wisconsin, became an incurable Packers fan. I'm a Giants fan, so I have a little bit of there, but I'll get over that. Uh, but Congressman Brian Style, he's been fighting for election integrity, and he is part of that group of lawmakers that has been investigating election irregularities in the 2022 race, preserving evidence, sending letters, putting election officials on notice. He's going to join us to talk about that, including what Republicans already have found in the House about Joe Biden's efforts to use federal agencies to turn out the vote and to register voters, particularly voters who have a vulnerability, like they're dependent on food stamps or they're dependent on job training. We broke that story earlier this week. Congressman Stiles is going to make some sense of that. And then we're going to wrap up with one of the great voices in election integrity, former voting rights prosecutor inside the United States Justice Department, a famous whistleblower who blew the whistle on the Obama administration's efforts to try to sweep under the rug a criminal election interference case involving the Black Panthers in the Pennsylvania area. Jay Kristen Adams, Kristen Adams, good friend. He's going to talk to us about voter rolls, non-citizen voting, all of the things that have the election integrity experts worried heading into the 2024 election, plus the progress that's been made in the 2022 election in places like Florida, Texas, Alabama, Georgia with its new election law. Record turnout, but much more confidence in election integrity there. We're going to have all that. We're going to wrap up with Jay Christian Adams, former Justice Department prosecutor and current head of the public interest law firm, P-I-L-R. They're really doing great work in the country and filing some of those big lawsuits that are having a difference, particularly as it relates to cleaning up voter rolls that are outdated and have dirty data on them. What a good idea. You want to make people confident, make sure the lists of voters are accurate. We're going to talk to Jay Kristen Adams about that. That's our show today. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back, starting off with my good friend, Mercedes Schlapp, and we're going to be talking election predictions right after this message. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. 
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I know we keep reminding you, just stays from elections. It's hard to believe, and there's no better person to put things into perspective right now than Mercedes Schlapp from the White House to CPAC. She has blazed a trail in politics, and she has some of the best instincts in making predictions about what's going to happen. Joining us right now, Mercedes Schlapp. Mercedes, great to have with you. Thank you, John. That's a lot of pressure. I better get it right. <laughs> <laughs> You're always right. I, I, I've sat through many conversations like three days later, like, oh, my God, that just happened. It always happens yeah. that way. It's great. All right. I think there's something amazing going on. I've been digging into poll data today. put on my green shades. I've been watching a lot of amazing things. Latino voters, African-American voters, uh, particularly interesting to me, 18 to 24-year-olds overwhelmingly saying Joe Biden Democrats didn't close the deal with me. I'm thinking about Republicans this time. Is there something seismic going on? on below the political radar right now? It's called the incompetency of the Biden presidency, where nobody wants to get near this toxic man. And I mean, when you're talking about the fact that Biden's closing argument's going to happen in the state of Maryland, I mean, give me a break. There's so many other competitive races happening across the country. They prefer these candidates, Democrat candidates prefer to hang out with President Obama than they do with President Biden and the most unpopular vice president, Kamala Harris, John. So I think, you know, for the most part, I think that I, I really believe that there's been an awakening in America. There's been an awakening against pushing back on this woke agenda, against what we're seeing, the Democrats' inability to get a handle on the economy, on the recession, on inflation. And I think that's why you're seeing so many people, whether diverse, you know, folks like Hispanics, uh, suburban women coming back to the Republican Party, and even the young folks like you were talking about, I think you're really seeing a definitely a seismic shift towards the Republican candidates. Wow. Yeah. And, and I hate to evoke a frivolous cultural um, concept here, but I, I think it was Cardi B. Someone this summer said it's all Cardi Democrats B. had to do was not be crazy. That's all they had to do. Right. But now we are in this position. I wanted to ask you, uh, speaking of crazy things that have been said in the world of politics, that Republicans are a threat to our democracy. President Biden is going to give another speech tonight. Do you expect it to be more of that type of rhetoric? Well, I mean, he doesn't, Biden doesn't have anything to run on. His record is, you know, he signed the Inflation Reduction Act. That didn't reduce inflation. It just honed in on climate change, which is an obsession of the left. I think his tactic and the Democrats' messaging have been all wrong. Their focus has been on abortion. Their focus has been on climate change. And then, of course, uh, bullying the right by calling all of us far right or fascist. And the American people are saying, wait a second here, these guys, uh, what they're talking to me about the Republican Party, it's common sense. It's border security. It's economic growth. It's uh, making sure that our kids can learn how to read and do math and not have to be talking about a gender sex, sex change at the age of five. 
I don't know. It's pretty basic stuff. Also, crime being another issue that I think is really resonating in these battleground states uh, like Pennsylvania, where people are saying, look, I just want safe communities. I want to be able to pay my bills, buy food and put it on the table for my family. It's so much about the kitchen table issues. And sadly, the Democrats have honed in on abortion and that the Republicans are going to undermine democracy. Sorry, it's not going to sell. And it's why you're going to see the big red wave happen next week. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, when you look at, on election night, we're going to be moving east to west with the poll close. And what are your three or four races that are going to tell you how the night turns out? Which ones are you watching well, most closely? Oh, goodness. I'm watching so many races, John. This is a hard question to answer. <laughs> but I will tell you, Matt and I are heading out to New Hampshire uh, to campaign for uh, Budik, I believe is the way he pronounces his name. Yeah. He and we're very excited to be with him. And Matt really wanted us to hone in on these very tight races where Republicans uh, didn't really invest in these races till the tail end. So we're looking at these highly competitive races in New Hampshire, obviously Pennsylvania, that Oz race against Fetterman. I mean, for crying out loud, for the people of Pennsylvania, please. I mean, Fetterman, can he's like a socialist. He's worse than Bernie Sanders. And Oz is just such a practical a strong leader, and he would be great in the Senate. So he's another one I'm looking at. Um, Adam Laxalt, obviously, in Nevada. I think he's going to draw a lot of these Hispanic voters, a lot of the working uh, class Americans. Matt is out there in Nevada. He's been campaigning with Laxalt for the past few days. But don't forget, we're also looking at New York. Let's think about that. That Lee Zeldin race against Governor Hochul. I mean, who would have thought that we would be in a position to win New York? And so I think when you have the Democrats defending states like Washington and Oregon and New York, that's a telling sign that their uh, defensive line is falling apart. Yeah, you're right. Mercedes, we've just got about a minute left. I wanted to ask you about the suburban mom uh, factor going into this election. We were talking to uh, uh, Congresswoman Tinney in the A Block, and we were discussing, you know, crime and things like that. And I think that for suburban moms, they see Lee Zeldin's wife and daughters in the kitchen and 30 feet away, gunshots. Suburban moms are no longer protected from urban crime. Is that going to play a big factor? You know, I do think crime is going to play a big factor in this race. I think you're starting to see the suburban moms coming home back to the Republican Party. I think they uh, wanted so much to to dislike Trump for his quote unquote tone, whatever that means. And I think that they've realized that under President Trump and under uh, Republican leadership, the country was safer. The country was more prosperous. And, uh, you know, we were just better off as a country. And when you're looking at the wrong track, right track numbers, it just shows that the vast majority of Americans agree that we're headed on the wrong track. I mean, over 70 percent in some cases believe that. And I think the suburban women have had enough. They've had enough of of the aftermaths of these COVID lockdowns because of these Democrats no really pushing forward these draconian moves. And then on top of that, yeah. the negative economic impact it has had on their families. Don't go anywhere, folks. Dave Bossy next, right after this commercial break. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating 
your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Our next guest has his finger on the pulse of American politics all the time, and he has the best sense of whether there's going to be a red wave or will Democrats put up a surprising challenge on next Tuesday on Election Day. Joining us now, the former deputy campaign manager for President Trump's uh, campaign and president of Citizens United and my good friend, Dave Bossy. Dave, great to have you back on the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. You're reading the polls here. More importantly, you're out in the real world talking to people, campaigning hard. Tell us uh, what you think is going to happen over these last seven days and what the election look, probably looks like the morning after. Well, unfortunately, we're, we've moved away as a country from Election Day. We now really have Election Month or months. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of ridiculous, actually. Uh, but uh, I hope that with the enthusiasm that is going on in America right now, uh, that Republicans are going to win and win big next Tuesday, uh, and and we're going to we're going to not only win the House, but I believe we're going to win win the majority in the United States Senate as well. And that's going to that just ends the Biden socialist agenda uh, in 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 Congress. Uh, you know, obviously we can't stop him from doing radical things as executive orders, uh, but w- w- investigations, uh, checks and balances transparency. I think those will all be uh, back in the forefront, uh, 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 you know, to, to make sure that 
we're overseeing the Biden administration's last two years as we usher him out. Yeah, we had a guest on last week who projected that the Senate would be won by Republicans. I think he said 52 to 48. So, uh, But you touched on the fact that there, it's no longer Election Day. It's Election Days and sometimes weeks, depending on the state that you are in, which obviously opens up a greater uh, chance for fraud. I wanted to ask you, though, on House Admin Committee, the, the ranking Republican uh, Congressman Rodney Davis, they he and a group of Republicans are deploying folks, a couple dozen people, to some of these key races where things are going to get tight and there might be opportunities for shenanigans. They're going to be yeah. uh, sending out letters to state and local representatives, alerting them to this fact. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is going to make a big difference? Yeah, Rodney Davis is an incredible leader, uh, you know, and, and I'm glad to see him doing this. Uh, he has made a difference in that job there. And, and I got to tell you, I'm going to be sorry to see him leave Congress. But it is going to make a difference because when you're in the room, when we are, when Republicans are in the room, uh, it's harder for them to steal. It's harder for them to cheat. We want every vote to count, but we want them, we want it to be harder for them to cheat. And what Rodney uh, has been doing, uh, you know, look, Rodney, uh, this is the same guy who sent a preservation order. Uh, to to the January 6th committee members and the staff saying when the Republicans are in uh, the majority, we're going to be looking at you and how you uh, eroded uh, our democracy, how the January 6th committee really has done damage uh, to our to our democracy. And I think that uh, I'm looking forward to, to when we do get back in charge uh, to putting uh, that committee under under the microscope. Yeah, he really has shown courage and, and uh, taken a lot of preemptive actions. One of the things that's really interesting, Dave, we mentioned this at the top of the show, uh, that committee has found evidence that the Labor Department, the Ag Department, the Education Department are targeting federal tax dollars in federal regis uh, voter registration efforts at vulnerable Americans who are dependent on the government, people who are getting food stamps, people coming for job training, people on uh, uh, Native American reservations, young voters. By the way, a lot of them also tend to be Democrat voters. Your thoughts about the federal government getting involved in voter registration? I don't find any laws that tell them they should be running voter registration campaigns. What's the Biden administration up to here? Well, clearly they're trying to use, uh, you know, their powers uh, to be uh, to dangle that carrot out in front of these different elements. Look, they play divisive, you know, politics. They're the best at it. Right. Uh, class warfare. Uh, it, it is it's, it's quite uh, disgusting, to be honest with you, but that's all they know. Uh, and so using their power, uh, using their positions uh, to try to enhance voter registration, it uh, doesn't surprise me. We have to make sure we put a stop to it uh, once we're in the majority, uh, because we, 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 Republicans will now control the budgets for those organizations. And I think we're going to have, point. you know, uh, our House leadership, Senate leadership is going to make sure have to make sure that they're on top of that to yeah. stop it. Mm -hmm. Great point. Yeah. Dave, there are some very close Senate races coming up, Arizona, Nevada, uh, but some of these states where election fraud is an issue or election integrity is an issue. One of those states is Pennsylvania with Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Dr. Mehmet Oz. What do you think is going to happen in that race? And do you think it's going to be clean? Well, let me start with the race itself. 
I, I, I believe Oz is going to win and win fairly decisively. The, 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 there was a garbage New York Times poll that came out today, and I mean garbage. Uh, it took they took a, a 600 a person sample uh, over three days. Two of the three days were before the debate. How how irresponsible for for the New York Times to to put this out there and pretend that it has any credibility. Nobody has been talking about that. It is outrageous that they did it. It, it, it it's a dis, to me that poll is discounted. It, it shows uh, uh, Fetterman winning, uh, and, and it, when in every poll over the last uh, since the debate has shown Oz winning. This is an outlier. What this is is this is election interference. This is what election interference looks like from the mainstream media. They're trying to suppress Republican votes. That's what they're doing. That's what they try to do. They've done it many times before. They have uh, polls out, New York Times has polls out in Nevada, in uh, Georgia, Arizona, and in Pennsylvania. All of them just fraught with uh, peril for them because they none of them have credibility. Not one of them. Uh, is is an accurate poll in my opinion, and I and we can go through them if you want. Yeah, just amazing. Uh, we got about twenty five seconds left. Uh, Michigan governor's race that could be a bellwether if Tudor Dixon wins. It's the shot heard across America. What's your prediction there? So so let me give you two. We have two polls. Out. We have two polls out today. Kellyanne Conway did one in Michigan where uh, uh, Tudor Dixon is down six points, closing the gap. And I believe she pulls it out on Election Day. It is going to be very tough. It's a very tough state. New York State, we have a poll out with Governor Hochul at 46, Lee Zeldin at 45. It is a it, it is a poll that is being talked about. Uh, it just came out an hour or two ago. And wow. it is going to upset this race. And to- Lee Zeldin is going to be the next governor. All right. One of the big names in all of Congress joining us right after this. One of the founding members of the Freedom Caucus. Great congressman from Arizona, Andy Biggs, next after the commercial break. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, everybody. Our next guest is an Arizona representative who is very active in educating and protecting our southern border, as well as knowing exactly what to say as it pertains to the policies of Biden and Pelosi and others on the political left. He's Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Always good to be with you. 
Congressman, uh, I have always said that Americans need to be better at holding grudges when it comes to their government. And I came across an article in The Atlantic written by a woman who is a professor, I believe, at Brown University. And she said, we need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID, suggesting that there needs to be pandemic amnesty. Uh, we as Americans, I think we experience a lot of political amnesia and we are willing to let things go. This is one of those things that with respect to lives lost, businesses lost, sanity lost, education lost, I don't think we should be that forgiving and offer amnesty. What do you think? I agree with you, Amanda. And I'll just tell you, I, I, I was jotting after I saw that piece today, I started jotting down all this stuff like, I don't know, they changed our election laws and it impacted a generation based on this election because of COVID. They they uh, they took the elderly that we knew they were vulnerable. We should have been protecting the elderly the most. And people like Andrew Cuomo facilitated their early demise. Not only did they facilitate the demise, they, it was most inhumane. They couldn't be visited. They couldn't be touched. They couldn't be loved. And, and and how awful is that? How about taking your children that we knew at the time that they were very rarely impacted by COVID. How about uh, getting them out of school so you, you take two years of education and that actually has an emotional impact, educational impact, and you just go through this thing, this whole litany of rights taken away of, from Americans. And they say, well, wait a second, let's not get at the bottom of this. Let's not find out why this happened, who did it, and then hold people accountable. I disagree with that fundamental premise. I mean, we all sinners and fall short of the glory of God. There's no doubt about it. We all need to be forgiven. But here is something that needs to be known, understood, and people who were responsible need to be held accountable because we shouldn't ever have to acquiesce our rights again as American people. Yeah, we don't want to ever repeat that mistake again. There's no doubt about that, Congressman. Um, Arizona you got on a rant, Amanda. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not me ranting. That's it. <laughs> for once. Uh, that's good. Um, all eyes are on Arizona for the election. A uh, lot of movement. Republicans winning on the border, winning on the economy, winning by giving a credible alternative to the Biden economy. Talk to us about what you think is going to happen. Big dropout uh, with the Libertarian candidate dropping out against Mark Masters. Feeling good about Arizona? I am. So what's ha what happens is you've got Carrie Lake is is actually getting this massive separation starting to happen between her and her Democrat opponent, who is actually a worse candidate than uh, than Fetterman in Pennsylvania, if you can believe that. So this is great for Carrie because as she continues to pick up steam, she carries the whole Republican ticket because in Arizona, everybody's running together. On, on the conservative side this time, and that's fantastic. So Blake Masters is is going to win that Senate seat, I think, because the Libertarian was drawing about six points, and that uh, most of that should go to uh, Blake if they vote at all. Um, and that's good, because Blake had evened it up, and then the, the coattails from Kerry. And then you start looking at it in our congressional delegation. We're going to pick up seats there and go to a majority Republican uh, in the House uh, in the, again, and we might even have a chance to go as many as uh, from six, uh, from four or five, is, which is where we are now, four R's, five D's, to seven and two. And then this wow. just goes all the way down the ballot. And, and part of it is because we're all running together. Part of it is because the Democrats in Arizona have put up probably the most left-wing slate of candidates you would find anywhere in the country. They'd be right at home in Seattle, San Francisco, L.A., New York, etc. And so Americans feel it. 
They go. They get what's happening at the pump, the economy, the inflation, crime, border. Uh, they don't want any, any more woke indoctrination. They don't want guys in their daughters' uh, 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 dressing rooms for sports or anything like that. That is resonating with the American people and certainly with Arizonans. Hmm. Seven and two sounds like a great ratio for getting things done. And speaking of that, I wanted to ask you if Republicans take back the House and the Senate. I know that you have been very vocal about our southern border, but uh, President Biden is still in office and he still will be for the next two years after uh, midterms. What can Republicans do to secure the border? Well, we're going to have to use some of these budget bills and spending bills as our leverage points to get policy back in place that these poor men and women in Customs and Border Patrol and ICE can do to enforce our laws. Our laws really don't need to be changed so much. They just need to be enforced. And then we could finish building that fence um, like Governor Ducey's doing down here with these containers. And those are proving to be very effective. And so as that happens, we'll, we should be able to get the Remain in Mexico policy back. We should start enforcing Title VIII. It means that you're in custody until your uh, immigration status is changed or fixed. Um, and, and Title 42 and, and this whole series of things, there's probably four or five things that if we did those within just a few months, we'd bring order back to the border. And that's, that's where we need to be. Um, and uh, the way we're going to have to do it is going to take strong leadership in the House and in the Senate to use these leverage bills to get this administration to do what's right on the border. Yeah, so amazing. There was some double speak the other day because, of course, this administration said, there's nothing wrong at the border despite all those statistics. Don't believe your eyes. But then the president goes ahead and extends the deployment of the National Guard for another year, clearly acknowledging there's a problem at the border. Uh, their messaging is really messed up to the American people on this issue, isn't it? It sure is. And they can't get it right. I mean, uh, they're still blaming Republicans for everything if when they're not ignoring it. I mean, you just had a bunch of Venezuelans attack right. um, uh, Border Patrol agents just yesterday. So, I mean, this it just goes on, uh, on and on. There's 10,000 people a day crossing our border illegally. That means between the ports of entry. These aren't the legal people trying to come in. These are the illegal people. Then in Arizona, we've, we've uh, seized more than 2 million fentanyl pills in probably the last three, four weeks. And uh, the, just the millions of people that would die if they took those fentanyl pills shows you how little concern this administration really has for the border. Uh, they're, they're talking about humani humanitarian needs. Well, how about uh, over 800 people dying trying to get into our country illegally? And that is just a low estimate. I, I mean, I've talked to Border Patrol agents on the Rio Grande, and they'll tell me, yeah, we reported 20 this month, but but really we think it's probably four or five times that many because the Mexican uh, uh, police get out there, they, they take some bodies, and then there's other bodies we don't find. So it is inhumane what's happening on top of everything else. This administration should be held accountable for that as well. Right. And it's not just the border. I mean, we, we are given this Orwellian mandate to ignore the evidence of our eyes and ears, but it's with crime, too. I mean, Kathy Hochul on an interview just said that that crime is down in New York City and it's places like Lee Zeldin's district and red states where crime is going up. Please tell me that the people of Arizona don't believe that. They, they don't believe it. And that's part of what's happening is is they're 
we're, we're now conditioned to understand that the Democrats are lying to us about every issue. The Biden administration is lying about every issue. And so they don't buy it on crime. We see it. We know what's happening. You get high school kids in, in fentanyl trade. There, there's a human and, and uh, tra- drug trafficking going on all the time in Arizona. You've got crime. Tucson has almost doubled its crime rate for, or excuse me, its homicide rate from last year. People know that and people see it and they don't buy into this, uh, this big fabrication, this, this, this chasing rainbows and unicorns that the Democrats are selling. Yeah. Congressman, we do a lot of interviews. One that just keeps coming up in my conversations with leaders, members of Congress, even readers of the Just the News. Uh, your comment about the Holman rule, bringing that back. Could you remind everybody where that stands? We've got about a minute left and how that could change the budgeting process next year. Yeah, so the Holman rule would allow members of Congress to actually hold bureaucrats accountable by removing their salary and their benefits when they deliberately violate the law that they're supposed to be enforcing. And that is a great tool that we have. And by the way, uh, it, it's it's picking up. A lot of my colleagues are talking to me about it and others, and I'm hearing conversations uh, from my colleagues. And so hopefully we can get something like that done to uh, further enforce the rule of law. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Congressman Andy Biggs, we always love having you on. You are so sage about so many issues, and we appreciate you being here with us tonight. Thank you. It's always great to be with you. All right, Cheeseheads, we got one for you right after the commercial break. Congressman Brian Stile from Wisconsin, one of the most important voices and one of those guys who've been working on the investigation into election integrity 2022. Believe it or not, there's a 12 or a dozen issues already out there. Natalia Middlestat wrote about it on the website this week. Brian Stile is going to tell us what Congress has found, what they're going to be investigating how they've deployed those election observers to key races to make sure that we have integrity in all the key races. He'll be joining us right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You've seen our report on how the Biden administration is utilizing federal agencies like the Labor Department and USDA to implement voter registration drives. By the way, they're targeting vulnerable Americans in need of food stamps or job training. Well, similar efforts are also been go- have also been going on in the state of Wisconsin, which just happens to be the home for our next guest, Congressman Brian Stile. Congressman, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. We're seeing this incredible pattern, whether it's uh, in the USDA with food stamp recipients, Labor Department with job training candidates, or the city of Milwaukee, where they turn to a Democrat firm, if I understand correctly, to try to uh, register voters, a partisan tinge to what should be a nonpartisan activity. Your thoughts on what the House Administration Committee has found? 
Yeah, we continue to see the Democrats use all the tricks in the books coming into the home stretch of the election. It's actually, I think, what just makes Americans so darn frustrated about the election process. Last election cycle, we saw the use of Zuckerbucks, money more or less coming from Mark Zuckerberg, pouring into the state of Wisconsin, allowing partisans to get involved uh, in our election system in some of our largest cities. Now we see this playing out again, now in the city of Milwaukee. It's one of the reasons that I joined uh, with my colleagues on the House Administration Committee uh, to call this out and ask the questions that all Americans should want to know. Why are we allowing partisan politics to be involved in our election system? And it's the same thing we've seen the Biden administration do on a national scale. The moment we put a check on this Biden administration, that we retire Nancy Pelosi once and for all, we can have a government that's accountable and actually get answers to this and, most importantly, stop this from occurring in the future. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it certainly seems like there are a lot of tricks that are kind of leapfrogging each other. You get rid of one and then another one pops up. I wanted to ask you, though, you sent this letter, I think, three weeks ago to Mayor Blair Johnson. Did you get a response? Uh, not to my knowledge at this point, we haven't gotten it back. But let me tell you, the moment we take the gavels back in Washington, D.C., and take them away from Speaker Pelosi and put them in the hands of conservatives like Jim Jordan, like others on House administration, we're going to have an opportunity to force the reply to these letters. Right now, when you're in the minority, you don't have the opportunity to force a reply. But when you're in the majority, when you have the gavel, the chairman of the key committees in the House can actually force a reply. That's why this election is so essential, because we can finally have a government that's accountable. We can finally force the answers to the questions that we have wanted to have answered for the last two years, in particular as it relates to our federal elections. Yeah, such a great point. I know you chair the subcommittee on elections for the House Administration Committee. Uh, a lot of people say nothing was wrong with 2020. That's a big lie. But in fact, in Wisconsin, over and over again, the courts have ruled against some of the practices deployed. A big one just last week, uh, some of the bureaucrats in Wisconsin wanted to allow the thing called spoiling of ballots. Basically, you could spoil your ballot, cancel it, vote a second time in the same election. Court came down and said, that's not going to happen on our watch. Uh, you feel good about where the courts are in Wisconsin right now? We want to make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. I think it's really important that everyone has confidence in our elections. In the United States of America, no one should have to be in a position to question the results of our elections. It's why voter integrity provisions like voter ID and others are so absolutely essential. In the state of Wisconsin, we need to elect our, our governor candidate, Tim Michaels, uh, into the governor's mansion here in Wisconsin so that we can pass many of these key voter integrity laws. At the national level, we've done an okay job at preventing HR1 from being implemented, but what we finally will have the opportunity to do on the other side is work forward with voter integrity laws after we're able to retire Nancy Pelosi once and for all. Yeah, and Congressman, we've seen a lot of states doing what they can on the state level down in Florida. Ron DeSantis created his election crimes unit in Wisconsin. Uh, Republicans created an election commission. How, how is that doing? And, and two part or part two of the question, as far as, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in elections in Wisconsin that they will be on the up and up? I think we're going to have a lot more eyes uh, and ears across the state. I think that's a really positive thing. We're going to see a lot more people engaged in the election process. That's a positive thing. Uh, but that doesn't mean uh, that we should turn away and assume that everything's going uh, to be flawless. It's one of the reasons that I think 
having poll watchers that are trained uh, at the polls is good. We want to make sure that it's easy to vote, that it's hard to cheat. Uh, and I feel uh, that we're going to be able to make some progress, but ultimately, uh, it's going to require us to change our governor here in the state of Wisconsin. Our Democratic governor uh, has continued uh, to veto uh, pretty straightforward laws uh, that would actually allow us to have a stronger voter integrity uh, here in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, in Wisconsin. I lived there for eight years. It's one of my favorite states. I had a great living experience here, great farming communities. This diesel shortage, another outcome of the Biden economy, where all of a sudden something that was always plentiful and key to harvesting now in shortage, diesel shortages. How concerned are you and what can Congress do to maybe fix that problem after the election? Man, we got to we got to change the policies of the Biden administration. That's a number one job for Congress when we come in. We need to unleash American energy. We sit in a land with such spectacular and amazing resources, yet we have a president that's going to Saudi Arabia to beg for the production of oil and natural gas. He should be going to West Texas. He should be going to North Dakota to create an American source of domestic energy. So the shortages uh, that we are seeing around the country, it's concerning, but it's all the more concerning that we have policies coming from Biden and from Pelosi that are putting us in this position in the first place. Again, I think job number one, the moment uh, we come into power, if we're given that opportunity here in a week from Tuesday, is that we actually unleash American energy. And we do that not only from a national security standpoint, uh, but also from a cost standpoint so that we're bringing costs down for so many families that are struggling to afford the things that their families need. Yeah, if we unleashed energy, imagine what it would do not only for us, but Western Europe, who's under a lot of pressure as far as energy supply and prices. I wanted to ask you very quickly before we go, though, after the election, the possibility of this railroad union strike, how badly does that affect our economy, diesel, fuel shortages and Democrats? It's incredibly concerning. I mean, we got to remember, this is just weeks after President Biden told us that he had this all under control and the trains would be running on time. We're now learning it's anything but. It's another game where the Biden administration has kicked the can down the road and kicked it past uh, this election. But I think people see through that. We see through it uh, in this case where it's very clear that the deal he struck uh, was political in nature and was likely or possibly uh, will crumble following the election. Uh, but this is just one more thing that we all are concerned about as it relates to the economy. Pretty much every light on the switchboard is, is flashing. We got to be concerned. It's one of the reasons we need to put a check on this administration. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, one thing they can be sure of, House Administration Committee and Congressman Stahl, you're on top of it. We can't wait to see what happens after the election. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We got one more block to go. Sunday brunch broadcast, almost over. Stick around. We saved a good one for the end. Jay Kristen Adams, one of the most important voices in election integrity, former Justice Department election integrity prosecutor, really knows what's going on in the front lines with voter rolls, non-citizen voting, and the possibility that some places are sneaking that by. We had a big issue in Colorado recently on that. Go check it out. One more block. Jay Kristen Adams right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back, everybody. We are days away. Election integrity is definitely on the minds of everyday voters as early voting has begun. Absentee ballots have been sent out and Election Day is, again, just days away. And there have been some instrumental legal rulings that have been decided in courtrooms across the country. Joining us now to hopefully give us a glimmer of hope in relation to the security of our upcoming elections is nobody other than the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, Jay Christian Adams. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, Christian, you know, we're six days out and what you just told us offline before coming into the segment uh, gives me anxiety. How many tied elections do you have? You, you said you have this tied election database on your website and it seems like an insane number. You said 500? Yeah, over 500 ties in elections in just the last four or five years. Amazing. Uh, we're cataloging this at a rolling database at publicinterestlegal.org. 466 was last week's number. We found over 100 more. Uh, you just have to do a lot of digging. No one's ever compiled this. You know, the left is never going to do it because it shows one vote counts if you have this many tie elections. <laughs> it's, an amazing, it's an astounding number. That's just amazing. Um, you have always been about the law and order in elections. And, and in 2020, I think conservatives maybe didn't challenge enough of the things. And then trying to get it done after elections, not going to Once that ballot runs through the machine, you're not going to be able to challenge it. A lot of successful challenges and big vi- victories. Pennsylvania Supreme Court last night saying incorrectly dated absentee ballots can't be counted. Your reaction to the role courts have played and the fact that people have been much more preemptive in resolving conflicts before the election. Yeah, you have to fight these fights a year in advance. You can't uh, show up two weeks after the election and do anything. It's an odd-numbered year fight, not an even. And in Pennsylvania, I'm shocked. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court actually followed the law for a change. Uh, You know, this is in stark contrast to their voter ID filing, uh, their congressional redistricting map lawlessness. Uh, So finally, this was so obvious, they could not ignore the law. And they said you have to follow the requirements of mail ballots, and that includes all the information. Christian, I think that human nature dictates, or at least for politicos, it dictates that whenever you see a ruling, then you typically look up the judge, see who they were appointed by. With respect to what you were talking about as far as following the law, have you found that the judges who have ruled on these cases have ruled in a partisan manner, as in uh, in favor of Republicans if they were appointed by Trump or Bush and vice versa? Sometimes, but you know, there's some, look, we just won a big case in the Delaware Supreme Court. Delaware's a Democrat state, but in a case we brought, they struck down mail voting and same day registration is unconstitutional. Those were not Republican judges. On the other hand, you have places like Kansas where Bush appointees, Bush appointees, Bush two, uh, are ruling against things like citizenship verification. And you have other uh, Republican appointed judges that uh, have been really not ruling in favor of uh, Republicans, if you will. Uh, but you can count on one thing. If it's a Obama judge or a 
Biden judge, they generally uh, are, are not going to rule in favor of Republicans. It, it's only a one-way ratchet that you have Bush judges ruling in favor of Democrats. Yeah, those are some pretty stunning ones. One of the places where there's been a lot of, I'll call it novel thinking about elections, as some people call it the Wizard of Oz, uh, Wisconsin. They've tried all sorts of different things, like letting uh, clerk fix someone's ballot, uh, letting people declare themselves homebound because they were afraid to go out in COVID, like skip absentee rolls. But this one even caught my attention. The idea you might be able to vote a second time in an election by spoiling your first ballot. Last week, Wisconsin Appeals Court said, not on our watch. Uh, encouraged by that ruling? Well, yeah, that's the Wisconsin Appeals Court. Hopefully uh, it doesn't get reversed. Wisconsin is a free-for-all. Remember, guys, there's six states that are exempted from the motor voter law, the federal motor voter law that has certain standards about how you run an election. Wisconsin, Minnesota, and New Hampshire are the three that count on that exempt list. A lot of us can't do anything about these states because of this federal exemption. We can't get voter rolls cleaned up. We can't do public records requests. All these things that we're doing all over the country, we can't do in these states that are exempted from federal motor voter. That's why you see such a hodgepodge of crazy in places like Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah, and and a lot of crazy also happening in the state of Illinois. I wanted to ask you about the fact that Democrats have been blocked from intervening in this lawsuit filed by uh, Judicial Watch Tom Fitton with regards to counting ballots two weeks after the election. What are your thoughts on that case in general, and does it set a precedent for other states? Yeah, you generally got to be counting ballots uh, as soon as possible, not not in you know Christmas time, uh, but. Look, this whole fight over intervention, we had a case in Illinois where we just wanted some basic uh, information, and they always tried to intervene on us, too. I mean, they tried in Michigan. Uh, that was denied on our dead voter roll cleanup case. They succeeded. The SEIU intervened on us in Florida against Brenda Snipes, and it, it really altered the dynamics of that litigation. So it's a victory whenever you can avoid the Democrats intervening as defendants in these cases, because I can promise you they're not trying to uphold the rule of law. Uh, they're trying to elect Democrats. And, and uh, so thank goodness that they did not get into the case in Illinois. Yeah, great, great point. Uh, everybody's for voter registration. It's a good thing. We want more and more Americans to vote every election. Traditionally, that job has been left <clears throat> to the states and then, of course, to the parties and candidates to get out, do their get out the voter drives. This time around, President Biden got involved a little bit more in the federal side, told all the federal agencies, come up with a voter registration plan. What we saw in some of the documents that we made public earlier this week is that some of these efforts are targeting people who are very vulnerable, people who are coming for food stamps, coming for job training, maybe jobless and and need help and immediate help. Any concern that that feels coercive to someone, they're coming in to get job training or food stamps and someone says, hey, fill this out, you got to go vote. Well, look, John, I I mean, you know where I am on this. I I think if everybody was registered to vote and voted, then this country would be a lot more adherent to the Constitution. I agree. I think there's too many people who believe in liberty that don't participate. Uh, Now, uh, regarding this particular program, uh, the federal government, as you know, has been involved one way or another in voter registration for a long time, going back to motor voter. In fact, Congress approved the doggone law that said that social welfare agencies public welfare assistance agencies are supposed to be voter registration offices. This is a 30, uh, I'm sorry, 29-year-old law. Uh, Now, does that mean that it can't be manipulated? Of course not. And really the proof is in the pudding whether or not it's acting nefariously or acting in adherence with 
a 30-year-old policy of the federal government? Yeah, great question. Yeah. Christian, I wanted to ask you a broader question about election integrity because, you know, we're six days out from midterms and a lot of the work that uh, needed to happen to secure the midterm elections, well, some of it has not been done. It wasn't completed in time to actually have an effect on the 2022 election. From 2022 to 2024, before we get that general election again in a couple years, what else needs to happen? What's some of the most significant cleanup efforts that states can make uh, in the effort of election integrity? for the next general election? Some of it is really simple. We just released a report in New York where we found 3 million people lacking the required federal personal identifying information on their voter registration. That way you don't know if John Smith is the same John Smith who used to have, under the Help America Vote Act, certain information in the voter registration. The most important thing that can happen between now and 2024 is this stuff gets fixed that bad hygiene on the voter rolls, missing personal identifying information that has to be there under federal law, duplications, this stuff needs to be fixed before 2024. We're suing to get it fixed where we can, but that is the number one problem facing election administration in this country, is just slop, slop on the voter rolls. Yeah, and it's so easy to fix. Data is so easy to fix in the modern era. Real quickly, uh, those states that are exempted from some of the uh, voter rolls, should Congress go and change that, tip that back to the favor so that all states are equal? Absolutely, and Congress should allow states to verify citizenship. That is the number one thing that should happen in Congress, is motor voter needs to be amended. I've written legislation for Congressman Dave Bratt when he was in Congress, all you got to do is permit states to validate that they're citizens. Right now, it's an honor system. Congress said all you can do is have the registration form say, are you a U.S. citizen? Yes or no. You have to take their word for it under federal law. That needs to change. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 
All right, folks, that wraps up our Sunday edition. We are just 48 hours from deciding the future of Congress. This is the future of America through a very important 2022 midterm elections. That's right, Tuesday, Election Day. Hope you enjoyed today's discussion. We had some pretty big names, Mercedes Schlapp, Dave Bossy, Jay Christian Adams, Congressman Biggs, Congressman Style. How lucky were we to have that sort of lineup on the Sunday before Election Day. Very grateful to all of them. Hey, folks, remember, you can go to the Apple iOS store with your smartphone or your tablet. Same thing in the Android store for Google users. And download the Just the News app. If you do that, you're going to be able to watch, read, or listen to content. There are three options at the bottom of the app. You want to read, you know how to read the site, you want to watch the TV shows and the videos, hit watch. You want to listen to this podcast and many others like it, hit the listen button. Three ways to experience Just the News, three-dimensional Just the News smartphone and tablet app. Go download it today in the iOS and Android stores for smartphones. What a great thing that we offer our readers. I love the app. I use it all the time. You will too, I'm pretty sure. And I got two other things to remind you about just the news because these are important things. People ask, John, is there anything we can do to help you further the journalism of Just the News? And there's a short answer to it. Yes, you can. Of course, you can always support all the sponsors and advertisers we bring on the show. You know them all. But also, you can go out and join the Just the News VIP club. It's a special subscriber club. You get an ad-free experience on the website. So if you don't like the ads and the autoplay videos, you get that all taken off your plate. And once a month, you get to hang out with me in a town hall. We answer your questions. We sit around, talk about important issues. And for an hour, hour and a half, we just go through what matters to you. Have a great personal, intimate conversation. That is a great thing. If you want to go do that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Let me give you that again. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. Go check out. It's as little as $4.99 a month or $44.99 a year. You got all sorts of discounts, special offers. Go sign up today and join the Just the News VIP Subscriber Club. You're supporting our journalism, getting an ad-free experience and a chance for me to talk personally with you once a month. I love that part of the club. It's one of my favorite things to do each so go check that out. And finally, people say, I like Just the News like it was a newspaper. Do you have a newspaper version? Well, we don't do print. Those days are kind of gone. Too expensive to put out print newspapers. But we do have a daily newsletter. It stacks up the 40 most important stories we have every day, chock full of headlines and breaking news and exclusive interviews, exclusive investigative stories. To get that, go to justthenews.com slash newsletter justthenews.com slash newsletter. That's a free newsletter. You don't have to pay anything for it. Add support. Go sign up for that today. If you want to join the VIP club, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. And if you want to download the apps, go to the iOS store, go to the Android store, and just type in Just the News. You'll find the app. It is fantastic. Great way to experience Just the News in three dimensions. Watch, listen, and read. All right, that wraps it up for Sunday Brunch. God bless you. We'll be back Monday for a pre-election eve special tomorrow night. Check that out. We're going to have a lot of great guests. Don't go anywhere. Until then, God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the week and watch football. Have a glass of beer, apple cider. Enjoy the last few weekends of colored leaves in this great autumn season before winter sets in. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. 
you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, expert politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.